Welcome to the Ross LN Luke Show. G'day, my name is Ross Pepper. My early years were rough. I was suicidal, drug addict and alcoholic. Then one day, about 15 years ago, I discovered personal development and everything changed. It completely transformed my life. I lived a life as if everything in life was kind of done to us. But then I discovered that we're actually the creator of our lives and I've been creating my life ever since. I'm now a loving father and husband, a life coach, a business coach, relationship coach, team and leadership coach, performance coach, author, public speaker, and so much more. None of which were even remotely possible before I discovered personal development. I learned to let go of my past, my false limiting beliefs, such as not being good enough, not being lovable. I let go of all my fears of failure and rejection. I discovered it was possible for me to create happiness regardless of the circumstance I found myself in. I went from being an introvert to an extrovert. And in that journey, I discovered every single person on the planet is infinitely more powerful and capable than they can even imagine. So now I make it my life's purpose to help other people discover their greatness and live the life of their dreams. G'day, my name is Alistair MacDonald, and in my nearly five decades of life, I have experienced and achieved many things. And last 20 or so years has been very focused on business, and there's been many failures, many successes. Most successful business, uh, nearly 50 million turnover, a couple hundred staff, um, was one of the founding members, was one of the, uh, was one of the board members when we merged to grow. So I really have experienced a lot of scaling in business, uh, among other things. These days I'm focused as a business mentor and coach, and I love, I really love spending time inside other people's businesses and seeing them achieve their goals and see their lives go where they want them to go. Hey guys, Luke Farrah here. Ross has wanted me to explain a little bit about myself. Well, where do I start? I'm a father, business owner, investor, fitness, health, and holistic kind of guru. I enjoy life. I'm a great problem solver. Uh, I enjoy laugh too and the journey along the way. So uh, what you see is what you get. Pretty intense sort of guy, but also I like to make others laugh. So probably comedy is where I'm going to go. If you want to reach out, please don't call Ross or Al, specifically Al, Sunday 3am. If you need an alternative email or a phone number, just message me. Cheers. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives, or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. Welcome to episode number 67, gentlemen. How are you? I'm excellent. Well, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Love that. All right. El, did you want to... Um, I, I cut you off at the end there. You, you sounded like you were about to share something poignant and it could have gone on forever. So did you want to share your thoughts from the last... Oh, I felt that um said it all. Is that it all? Yeah. Awesome. And since then, I've sent 17 social media messages or something. So it's all over Snapchat. <laughs> my brain, You're on the streak. <laughs> my brain's fried again. You're on the streak. No, I like to move on. Mm-hmm. I like to move on. Yeah. 
So what's next? What 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 is next? What what do we have to sort out next? What do we sort for the adoring public? Well, I'm intrigued that you've you've done 17 social media posts in that time. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't canning, so it might have been more or less. But yeah, you know, I just wanted to give a ballpark. I think he sent a text and tried to send seven others, but they you're halfway through it. And Mate, WhatsApp with WhatsApp, you can just go bang, 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 bang. You're all over it. Yeah, my uh, my uh, watch has been telling me that there's heaps of activity happening on uh, my WhatsApp groups right. while we've been uh, running the podcast. Right. Yeah, yep. Uh-huh. Vibrates. I look at it, and the green text at the top tells me it's a WhatsApp right. message. Shit, social media. Mm. Ah, yeah, but see, texts invasive. Yep. Email too many. Yeah, Facebook messages just don't look there. Uh, WhatsApp just sort of it seems because you've got this whole list of different groups history yeah I, I, I use it obviously the group we're in and mm. um, yeah another group as well mm. it's a really good tool yeah it's a fun, mm. it's a fun tool but you can send a voice message you can send a text yeah. message you can it, send a document okay yeah as right. good as it is yeah. I was surviving just fine before it existed yeah and um, I was surviving fine and, before and the, the last, mobile phone the last existed, thing I needed Ross. was another way for people to get in contact with me yeah, but it, the point this is the, you're not listening. <laughs> Pull your ears. It is the most the ubiquitous communications tool on the planet, which means you just have to show other people to use that instead of all the other crap they use, mm-hmm. and then you'll only you'll have you'll be back to one platform again. It actually is the the one to rule them all potentially. Oh, we'll give it a crack. Yeah, it's you know what I, you know what I love more than one. None. I agree. So we shouldn't have a mobile freaking phone. Yeah, that's what I was last no, year. Remember, phone's fine. and you were arguing with me. The flip phone. <laughs> a flip phone. Flip yeah. the phone. Hang on. What do you mean? I was arguing with you. <laughs> I was embracing. Don't try and rewrite history. I this was embracing. Podcast, I was actually offering hey, you some of no, my. No, you go phone. back and listen, mate. You I were go, arguing tooth and nail. <laughs> so what's the point? That, all right. So yeah, you agree, Ross, that there is. By the way, this is how I went through a lot of apps out there. So there's a lot of different stuff at the moment, and I think Gail's brought to light that things are going through transition and people are sort of settling more on something that's uh, like WhatsApp, probably coming to the fore a bit more. Um, fuck, they want to sponsor us. I'll shift over, mate. You buy me a phone. I'll fuck <laughs> up. Sell whatever you got, yeah? Yeah? All right. Brought to you by. I like that. You're going to um, chase that down? You're going you're gonna to WhatsApp, WhatsApp and see if they'll yeah? sponsor us? Just jump on board. I wonder if they respond to WhatsApp. It's, it's all about the followers, so look, if everyone jumps on board, you know. Not on WhatsApp, it's not. Might be a hashtag. Oof, what is it know. all about? So, so uh, of all the communication, like all the kind of social media apps that are out there, mm. that one is direct group to people who are in a specific group. There's no wall that you post to that random people right. can come, come across it. It's a very different one. You know but, the other benefit? In addition to that? Encrypted communication. Oh, is it? Every message is encrypted. Yeah, right. So I suspect, like That's Bitcoin, the reason why WhatsApp is so popular <laughs> is because it could be used by people that want to cloak of secrecy. So uh, that, that, that's interesting. Does WhatsApp keep a copy of everything? Well, I haven't read the terms. Of well, you can find ever. you anyone though. I get I get supplies and shit from China messaging me. Yeah, it's like. A- yeah. Kim Chi from China, you know, we sell this yeah. shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, because it's based on your phone number. Yeah, yeah, and like my name. I think I've just put, yeah, I probably should change it to John Smith. <laughs> They'll still sell your shit, mate. Yeah, anyway, I'll just well, say, need, yeah, yeah, so it's it's not within the group it is, but... Hmm. They just scrape your phone number from the internet. Yeah. Um, 
Well, everyone's on. I mean, they assume that everyone's on different platforms of social media, so they'll come at you from LinkedIn, you know, Mm. Insta, wherever it is. So, but yeah, landscapes, uh, landscapes there, but should be used for good, not evil. What's good? What's evil? Whatever's good and evil for 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 you, for me, you know. What's good? It changes for me. So, Mm. all right. For this person over here, you don't like. There is no evil. It's just all. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah, good. Hit him, hit him with a baseball bat. It's, it's all, all good. good. That you're so evil. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what's been going on? What's been happening? Well, because we can waffle, but what's been going on? When are we gonna? When are we gonna do this story of my life thing? Yeah, sure. So um, we could. Uh, there was a. There was an idea that we. You know, our, our listeners don't necessarily know that much about us. Oh, we we talk about our, our lives and, and stories and things, but potentially in, interviewing one of us to uh, at a, you know a week and then another one another week and finding out more That's about that idea. that person and getting into their world. Yeah, you want to do that? <clears throat> well, I would. Uh, I would think it'd be best for you to kick it off. For me to kick it off. For you to kick it off. All right. All right, so so Luke's just rocked up. Maybe we should interview him. Put him on the spot. You've already heard first part of my life. Yeah, so we're already up at year nine. Year first 10. part. Yeah, yeah. That you, was were, it. you were born. I was grade born, four. <laughs> I went to kindergarten. I went to primary school. Went to high school. Where were you born? Melbourne. Where in Melbourne? Uh, Carlton, I think. Royal Women's. Yeah. Yeah. What year? Don't have to tell us today. Just what year? Uh, Seventy-eight. 78. Jesus. 78. Youngster. Mm. Youngster. Yeah. <laughs> you young, look at some first dates punk. and you go, shit, that's young. Fucking 1998. Shit, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, young. Mm. At least they're adults. Yeah, that's that's a funny thing. So, 78. <laughs> yeah. Royal Women's? Yeah. Okay. Where were you living? Yeah, I don't know. I was too young to remember. Oh, down, yeah, we've always lived in the Bayside area like Frankston, Chelsea, Edith Fale. So you were somewhere around Frank Gunnerstan and you were born in the Royal Women's? Bayswater, I think, yeah, for a bit. Hmm. As far as I know, yeah, because I don't remember too much. But you never, And you never talked about it? No. Oh, a little bit. Some people, some of my relatives know a bit more about it than me because, like, again, it's all about the experience of it. Yeah. But born to a mum and dad, which is good. <laughs> and then... Uh, have a sister, an older sister, and I've got a younger sister as well. And a middle sister who was adopted out wow. when she was 15. When mum, wow. well, mum, mum had a baby when she was 15. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. And that sort of, we found that out when I was about 16. So she came into our lives. Um, yeah. Mm. So then at two, my parents split up. So it was a bit of a tumultuous uh, time at two. There's yeah. a lot of stress. Mum used to call it. Um, oh, she had, she had a word for it. Uh, it wasn't stress. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of um, fuck. What was the word she used for it? Um, oh, yeah, it'll come to me. Was so that you stayed with her? Yeah, yeah. Like you've told us before, you you caught up with your old man later. Yeah, when I was 15. Yeah. Well, he used to come and visit. Um, right. You know, he lived in Brisbane. Yeah. We were still in Melbourne. Uh, we used to drive garbage trucks and greyhound buses. As mm-hmm. far as I can remember, and every couple of weeks he'd come down and pick us up in the truck or the bus and 
you know, take us out. So he tried, you know what I mean? Like, you think back, you're like, well, he tried to have that relationship, um, which is harder as you grow older. Um, Do you know why he went to Brisbane? Uh, not sure. I think, no, nah, he didn't really have family up there. Not sure, just a sea change, I suppose. You connected with him now? No, not for a long time. Yeah, we did We did a while back when the kids were born, probably 10 or so years ago, but he was, he was a bit of a mess. Yeah, like he liked to drink and he was pretty violent. Yeah, even when I was with him, I lived mm. with him for about two years. Yeah, and that was pretty... I wasn't the easiest teenager to get on with. Um, yeah, but that, that was probably an eye-opener for him. But he was a nice bloke. The funny thing is, is I speak to my uncle um, and you can never discount the family around you to like get the full picture. And he goes, your dad wasn't a bad dude, man. Like He was actually a really nice bloke when I met him and he was with your mum, you know, he's a ripper, he's switched on. and um, Yeah, and he goes, I sort of really enjoyed him and then, yeah, something changed in him, you know. Like I couldn't sort of pin it. Did they say it was before or after they broke up? Um, that was before they broke up. Okay. And my uncle's a really good, he's really intuitive around people, like, mm. you know. And he said, yeah, and then it just sort of went pear-shaped from there. And, and he said that uh, my mum got with another guy who was my stepdad, probably about three years old. And he looked after me for right up until, you know, my adult life. And, um, yeah, my uncle mentioned that he was, he... My my mum and the stepdad were very good at pushing my dad away and therefore that caused that relationship and to me that perceived that, you know, he was being an asshole. Mm. You know, not doing yeah. his best. But if you know, if you've got two other parents that are sitting there going, Well, just make it hard for him to have a relationship with his kids, of but, course it could potentially go that way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it that way. Do you know what I mean? I said, oh, yeah, as a kid we got Yeah. We know, we sort of, well, you probably wouldn't. You, realistically, you wouldn't have been. You would have been fed stuff to yeah. support that he was yeah. not. Hundred percent. Yeah. So and that was that's what that was. And uh, mum was a nurse, hard worker, slept four hours a night. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a really lovely lady. She always got on with like my friends, and uh, because we had sisters, so we'd always have a lot of stuff going on, like teenagers, and you know, if a friend got kicked out of home they'd always come to our joint. You know, we always, in the end, they had a one-bedroom unit out the back of the house and hmm. I swear, like, you know, two of my friends live there. <laughs> um, my partner now live there. <laughs> but they're very, like, you know, we understand you're going through a tough time and you're really trying to make it work, so we're going to give you an opportunity to, like, stay somewhere where it's safe and, you know, pay what you can. And But these are the parameters, so they weren't just loose. It was just, like, you pay rent, dot 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 yeah. if it's not there you're out yeah. you know so they talk yeah they talk kids the hard life of like you know like save and or real life yeah real life yeah not easy mm. but just to save and you know you've got commitments you need to honour them and so and that was that's what they were known for so they really you know they really helped in that respect um, so your stepdad was alright just so and he was yeah and he was alright so like, why don't you dad a bit yeah it was a bit weird because it's not blood it's I don't know, it's that, that connection. And, like, in the end, you know, he was... I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. He just fucking turned. Because um, mum got really sick. It was a transition of, like, three and a half years um, that she was, you know, sick. Mm. And one and a half of which was just 
you know, shock and just mitigate, you know, mitigating pain and on meds, and mm-hmm. so she wasn't always there. And I can imagine it was hard for him, you know, and we, like, you know, we supported him in that. Like, we did the best we could. Mm. And my sisters are very, because they've got that feminine energy, they were very, um, you know, open-hearted. You know, they, they gave a lot. So did I, you know, I, I did the best that I could. Um, and then once mum died, yeah, it was just, it, it was almost like he pitted everyone against each other. Like, wow. Yeah, so two of his kids, myself and my older sister, were not his children. Mm. Um, and he had a daughter with my mum. And so we all got on. But yeah, in the end, it was just like, we think back now, like he gave us ultimatums. Of like, if you speak to her, I'm not going to speak to you. And Yeah, and it was yeah. at a point when, like when she did die, I remember, and this is, my partner pointed it out too, and fucking God bless her soul for being such a stand-up chick. Christmas Day, and it was my son was one years old, and he came round. He just came round. He was just like, "Yeah, there's the present for the, you know, your grandson." He just went into, you know, how we made a mistake buying this house and should have bought it somewhere else, and you know, I mean, really just sort of stamping his authority because all he really cared about at times was just money. That was it, you know. You got to work hard, save your money. What are you doing with yourself? And there's no real. there wasn't a lot of love. Mm. Yeah. And that's probably from his upbringing too. Um, and yeah, he was just like, and my partner's going, fucking, your grandson's over there. He's one. He was giving him a present, you know, like. And then he started saying something about, you know, if you speak, if you start speaking to that sister again, you're done. I'll cut you off of the knees. Don't want to know you. And she's just gone, mate, come over here. Mm. It's Christmas Day. Mm. You're in our fucking house mm. and you're, you're giving us ultimatums. Get the fuck out. And I'm like, oh, like, cause you know, yeah. I've, I've lost my mum. I don't have any other parents, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh, I think we can work it out. And she's like, no, 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 you need to leave, mate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was just all confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I normally take ownership of the situation. Yeah. She made the right call. Mm. Well, she she was clearly yeah. she clearly was looking after you and she and her family too. Sometimes when we speak about you know that. That scenario, and she goes, Remember when he came around Christmas Day? And I'm fucking horrified. Going, what were we thinking? We were brainwashed. Like, what was wrong with us? And not wrong with us, but I, I was in a space where, like, mm. I'd lost a parent, and he's mm. the only other parent I really knew. Mm. Um, but he was, you know, very manipulating in certain ways and pitting. And in the end, we eventually worked out that, yeah, he was sort of pitting us against each other for mm. whatever reason. Like, there was no reason for that. For um, him, there would have been. Yeah, but yeah. to us, it, we just yeah. we couldn't work it out. So, for long, him, there would have been a reason, and he wouldn't have been aware that he was doing it, or there was. Oh, I wouldn't discuss it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, and I and I say this from time to time. There's there's those scenarios where you meet people that, even if you held them down and you were the rock, yep, and you yep. were squeezing their face and going, you will, you know what I mean? You'll acknowledge that this is the case mm-hmm. and not the way you see it. They would still say no. They would rather right. die and take a sword through the heart. Than see it any other way. Well, no, because you know, they don't so, see it. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's <laughs> we don't. that's the we, thing. In fact, we don't. Yeah, and and we're also every single one of us is always doing our best. Yeah, so with what we even, have. Yeah. yeah, even if we reflect on something and go, oh, you know, I didn't do my best there. Yeah. No, no, you really did do your best there. Yeah. There's so many people take this guilt on themselves that you know something's their fault or they didn't do their best or any of that, and it, and it's garbage. We always do our best. Could we have done it differently? Sure. Yeah, but we did it the way we did at that time because for us that was our best at that time. Yeah, and that's part of the 
you know, the way we see it. You're like, no, no, you did this. No, no, I didn't do that. Yeah. No, no, I was there and that's what you did. Uh. The way they see it is what makes sense to them. To them. Um, it's a bit like our memories of school teachers, really, isn't it? And, you, 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 and you, can't, <laughs> you can't see it. And the sad thing was is that a whole family gets pulled apart, yeah. you know, um, for that for that reason. Again, I don't put blame on him, you know what I mean? It was just one of those things. But in the end, he ended up, he doesn't speak to anyone anymore. And even, you know, his blood daughter, um, you know, she's reached out constantly, you know, so she's got a yearning for a, for a father figure. And, man, to be honest... I, I empathise with her and understand it can be fucking confusing. She's like, well, what have I done? Mm. She hasn't done anything. Yeah, you yeah. know, he's just, you know, like, and we're talking, you know, there was next level shit that was going on and we're just like, what the fuck? And, you know, like mum died, he got a fair old payout and said, oh, I'll give you all five grand. And then down the grapevine, I'm saying, no, no, your mum had like some cash put aside for each of you to get ahead. And he's like, well, just go down the lawyer's office, sign this, just get five grand each. And one of my sisters went, nah, this doesn't make sense. We were never in it for the money, you know what I mean? Sure. And then he he actually lent me $11,000 to build a, a shed on the back of my first house to start my business. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to start my business, but I was trying to get him on board. So, yeah, he's got some cash. I've got this idea. Let's do it. So like, oh, no, you know, it won't work. So, right, well, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to buy a restaurant. So, well, fuck have you ever been in a restaurant game? No. Long story. I said, look, can you lend me 20 grand, 25 grand? He's going, nah. I said, 20, nah. Negotiate it down to 11, right? Yeah. About eight to build the shed. Now the rest is sort of fitted out. And um, <laughs> and this is when you think back now. He's like, all right, cool. I'll lend it to you, but you're going to pay it back at bank interest and some. Cool. All right, because I had no other opportunity. Yeah. Mate's going to me. What do you mean, fucking bank interest? He's your old man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever let him down the past? Said, yeah, potentially. <laughs> so he's just covering up. And if you don't pay me, you know, well, I'll take this. Um, so he's treating me like a bank. So then, yeah, uh, and then two years later, um, you know, I'd been, no, it was about a year later, I'd been sort of paying him off. It wasn't much a week, but we got the shed up and running and the business running. And as good as going all right. Mm. And um, yeah, and then something came to me one day when I was talking to him on the phone. He's just been a real cock. You know, real, real dick. And I'm just going, dude, what's going on? Like, he goes, well, I want me, I want the rest of that money now. I said, well, I don't have it. He's going, well, fucking too bad. Sort it out. And then something come to me and said, don't pay him the money. Mm. And it was my mum. Mm. Don't fucking pay him the money. Mm. Tell him to shove it up his ass. Mm. And, you know, I was pretty nervous in saying mm. that. Where did that come from? Yeah. Well, where did it come from? And it wasn't me just not honouring a debt. It was literally something inside of me just said, do not pay this guy his money and I said listen I know this is going to be hard for you and it's really hard for me but I'm not paying you another fucking cent mm. oh really is that right he's going yeah and he goes well you know what I'm going to do and I said what and he goes well, I'm going to come around and dot 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 and I said oh really is it going to go that far is it like all right, well, I'll be waiting for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a pretty yep. staunch bloke just hung up the phone ring me mate Brad he's a martial arts guy I said mate what do I do I don't know what to do. He goes, I can't come around and fight your battles for you. He goes, right, let me just think about it. Cool. So he goes, just stand on your porch, yeah, and when he comes in the driveway, get as close as you can to the door without seeming uh, confrontational. And he goes, as soon as he's got one foot out the door and half the torso, get the door and jam him in it, right? Because if he's a big boy, yeah, and just keep hitting him like that until he's like, ah. And then he goes, drag him out of the car, put him on the ground and get him in the choker hole. Just choke him out, right? Don't. 
<laughs> stop him from breathing, but just wait till his eyes sort of flicker and they close. And yeah, you won't kill him, but he'll yeah. just black out. Then call the police. <laughs> so, for as crazy as this guy was, right? Yeah. He was. He always <clears throat> had these insights. Yeah. Just do this. And I'm like, yeah. Because you could be standing there with a stick. Yeah, here's yeah. the alternative. And yeah. going, okay, this could go bad. I waited there for two and a half hours out mm. front, didn't move. And he didn't show. Mm. And <laughs> I was running through my head. And like, yeah, of course, so as soon as he gets a foot out, can't be too far in the car. Has to be enough out of the car. And yeah, it never happened. And then, um, yeah, I know. That's me, mate, Brad. And, uh, oh my god so what a story and then yeah then, I ain't giving my story not after this <laughs> no it's hilarious yeah. right and then after that yeah I was cut off of the knees disbanding you know I'm a this and that and you know talk ill to the family and I, I just kind of I felt alright about it yeah I said you know maybe one day I'll fix you up for that cash I'm, I'm honourable but something inside of me and it was my mum that came up for me and said nah, no 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 she worked all of her life you know for him to take you know, they never went on a holiday and things like that. And I can't justify that that's the reason I did it, but it wasn't me. Something inside of me just said, don't. And that was a fair call. Yeah. Um, so that was life. And then, so, yeah, I've lived without, you know, and a mum and a dad or, or, you know, that father figure uh, for a long time, since probably 2022. 20, it's been pretty hard sometimes because the buck stops with me. Yeah. I'm the answer. Yeah. Um, I'm blessed that I have guys like Ross and Al and, you know, others around me that I can sort of speak to and, you know, that's that um, that energy from from men that I get. But, you know, it's, it's been sort of hard not to have that. It'd be good to just ring up your dad and go, fuck, this has happened. You know, what are your thoughts on this? I don't want you to fix it, but... And then I think, I'm, I really want to be around for my son to be able to do that. Mm, yeah. And that's, yeah, and that's a funny thing. So when you don't think about it, you're like, oh... Does it affect me or doesn't it affect me? Or do I shut it out enough that, you know, it, it just sits on the shelf for a bit and then rears its ugly head? Potentially. You know, have, have I dealt with the death of my mother? Meh, probably not. It comes out, you know, in time. So that's that grief. And, you know, I can feel those deep times of grief. You know, and I think it's important that people deal with it. Um, but, yeah, my real dad's still alive. And, you know, you think sometimes, you know, reconnecting with him um, you know, probably isn't a bad idea and everything that went on in the past was is, was the past, you know, and we are who we are and we're blood and it doesn't mean we have to be boyfriend, girlfriend again, you know, like <laughs> tight as, you know, two peas in a pod, but, you know, it. Uh, I think in some way it solidifies me being as forgiving as I can be yep. based on the but situation. He's probably still doing it really awesome. tough. Yeah, probably. and he was and from he, what I hear, yeah. And and he might really need a lot of support. Yeah. You know, if, if, if he's lost everyone in his life... Yeah. Um, that was close to him. Yeah, uh, you know he could be in a really, really rough spot with no one to support him for a long time. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So then, <clears throat> where are you at now? Now, right now. Yeah, a good space. Yeah, really good space. And things, things have been popping up in life, especially over the last couple of years um, that I haven't really paid too much credence to. But yeah. It's been a weird transition, especially over this year. Been pushing a lot and not, and then, you know, back, and then things drop in, and, yeah, we've done stuff together as well. Like, this podcast has really helped. Um, and, yeah, last week I got asked to speak at an event, um, which is, you know, talks about mindfulness. It's We're going to explore how not to think a lot 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no real context except that getting up and talking about our experiences. So um, after the event we did for All for One, albeit small, it was my first event um, mm. and it was great to be part of it. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so I was, I was asked by somebody who I value pretty highly to come and speak and it's a pretty big deal. There's someone coming from the States who's mm. head honcho and other people in business. And the funny thing is, uh, is a couple that I'll be speaking alongside of um, have a non-for-profit organisation, almost as like a social enterprise, um, uh, and they're re- Aussie couple. Um, yeah, so it's going to be really good to just get into that space, and, and it's a space of uh, you know trusting ourselves, you know, trusting our inner wisdom, not sweating the small stuff, just letting stuff go, you know. Um, so that that's that's great, and sometimes I kind of, I kind of feel I don't deserve it. What do I know to get up and speak to these people. And I thought, no, I'm just going to, I'll speak myself, I'll speak my truth because the path that I've been on, especially over the last year, that's a story I'm going to tell. Mm. I was that guy in the business who was just getting in the way of everything. Absolutely. As Al said, wreaking havoc in your business. And I said yeah. that to this person last week and she laughed. She yeah. said, I can imagine you just fucking, just murdering everything. And I'm like, oh yeah, empowerment. No, I'll take all the power away from you. You don't do it like that. You do it like this. That was my old boss's model. Made you feel really good. And <laughs> boss is like, um, yeah, you're not kind of empowering people when you do that. You're taking power away. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I kind of know that. Um, and it was just interesting that that's the path. And that's something I'll talk about, you know, is how mm. I, I face that struggle. And fuck, if I just think it's hard, it's hard. God, yeah, don't I'm, put too much on it. I'm not thinking about too much. And the natural order of things will take their course. And that's been this year. Yeah, natural order it's just taking its course because it's it is and I'm leaving a bit more room for these things to come in which I enjoy and they inspire me and I want to put time and effort into and where's it going to lead to I don't know but again I'm not going to put too much pressure on that either it's pretty but organic man hey what I love about it though is the, your openness and interest in growth yeah that's you know for uh, one way when one term a lot of people use is like a, a lifelong learner you know, always being open and um, von- vulnerable. Like vulnerable is an interesting word in, in modern society, especially around men. But um, women are really great at it. They're you know they're way more potent than, than men when it comes yeah. to um, to being vulnerable and and their ability to to grow as a result of that is extraordinary. Uh, so for for us as men, it can be harder to to let go of the the shackles of what society puts on us about having to be a man and keep it all inside. Express but that, yeah. <clears throat> the respect we get and the power we get by being vulnerable and the ability to grow is is amazing. So I really encourage people to um, to do that who are who are listening. Um, yeah, to step into that space of of growing because that's you know listening to you speak about what you've been through this year, yeah, and how much freer you are about it. That's that kind of vulnerable. But but nothing's opening changed. Up and letting like, it go. Nothing externally has fundamentally changed. It's just my. My, my experience of it, yeah, mm. which is kind of weird because then people go, nah, fuck, something has to radically shift outside of you. You know, it's like, well, nah, nothing has. Well, it's actually a, <clears throat> it's actually a, a, what would you call it? A, um, there's, an, there's an interrelationship. So, yes, we can be in exactly the same set of circumstances and see it differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's a part. And another part is we can be in exactly the same circumstances and see it differently and 
and it's subtle, but we then can act differently. Yeah. And both of those things, I think, can contribute to a substantial change. Yeah. Now, for others to see that, then it's going to come down to how it's going to come down to how how we talk about it. Yeah, yeah, and sharing it. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, because we, you know, Ross has talked about it, how we experience things in how we listen. So we experience relationships in how we listen to other people. Yeah, and so other people experience us in how they listen to us. Yeah, and. And the interesting thing is people listen to us the way they know us, even when we're talking differently, until yeah. we continue to, until we can demonstrate to them that we're talking differently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, huh? But that's that listening that I was talking about, yeah. how we listen to someone mm. and they show up. Mm. Yeah. So you can actually invent someone in your listening. They can, yeah. they can, so I, what I discovered when, when that's I- That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. When I was doing personal development, I discovered that everyone on the planet was infinitely more powerful and capable than they believe they are. And then I went through the experience of, you know, being that for myself. I'm like, yeah. wow, I believed I was this 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 type of, you know, person A. I'm not person A. Yeah. I'm I'm person whatever I invent myself to be. Yeah. And 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 I'm like, wow, if I can do this from where I came from, anyone can do this. Yeah. This is everyone. Yeah. And I started to see it in every person I saw. Yeah, nice. And then when I sit in front of someone now for personal development, I don't see who they see. I don't see the person that shows up. I don't see the person that everybody else sees them as. I see them as this giant. Potential, yeah. Yeah, I see them okay. as this giant. Yeah. And then suddenly they start showing up as a giant. Mm. And, and I then, notice it first, and then their environment begins to notice that's it. That's it. So there's yeah. a saying, the environment always wins. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. Like, I've been exploring environment for a little bit. I'm about to shift drastically environments yeah. in the next three weeks, right. which I feel... We all feel as a family that that's the natural progression, and, and yeah. I, I'm not expecting life to change. Like I'm, I'm actually not expecting life to get any better. Yeah, there's going to be a few things in place that are going to be okay. It feels a bit more like us at home as a family, um, but you know what I mean. Like I, 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 we just feel environmental wise, it's just the next progression. If we stay somewhere too long, especially for me, I'm like, oh, I start to get a little bit stagnant and. Again, it's just how I probably think it is, but uh, I think moving around every once in a while for me personally is is good. In the real estate game, it's a it's an established belief. I'd say it's fact because it's a strongly held belief yeah. by real estate agents that, on average, Australian families move every seven years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. About right. That's seven year itch. Yeah. Yeah. So so there's it's interesting there. Are, we have our six core needs, and and two of those core needs they are. Um, certainty or uncertainty um, which can also be called variety it's like the, the spice of life variety is the spice yeah. of life some people move regularly you know every couple of years they're moving house I yeah. have lived in 10 houses in 10 years yeah so there you go a, a, a much higher need That's for cool. variety whereas some people will live in one house their entire life and from the age of one yeah till 23 I lived in one house oh fuck That's but see, see this is the thing so where everything I formed just about everything about myself I was yeah. in one place yeah and the last ten years, as a as a thirty eight to forty eight year old, I've moved. 
on average. And that, that would that would make sense. My partner lived in a lot of houses. Like you can drive from, um, you know, Chelsea to Bentley. Mm. I live there. I live there. Yeah. I live there. I'm gonna hang on a sec. Yeah. Nah, you couldn't have possibly. Yeah, lived, yeah like yeah. four to five different houses a year. I'm not even counting over ten years. And literally, we'll be driving down a back street in Bentley. Never been there. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, I live there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. She pips me. I'm not yeah. even counting where I've lived. Like I live, I, I live part time with my partner now. I'm not counting that. Yeah. I'm counting where I have called. You know, the place where I'm paying bills or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been helping her pay bills, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, look, I think that that there's a you said a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff, right? And yeah. I really appreciate hearing it all. Yeah. And the thing that jumps out at me is where I landed. It's like you know, your environment shaped you yeah so your environment offered you something and then your response to that environment shaped you just to be really accurate about it okay yeah i, I wouldn't i would love to kind of finish off with with one last question though as we you know this episode the interview the andrew the luke, the luke story. Yeah, hit the I, I would i would love to know uh and you can either answer it one of two different ways but uh, the message that you'd like you'd like to i guess share like what's the either your biggest learning what you'd love to tell Tell your, uh, you know, your your twelve year old or five year old or fifteen year old self, whatever it was, um, what's a kind of a message that that you know you're about, or whether it's you know what you're about now. Yeah. What's the thing that you'd like people to to take? Well, yeah. What comes to me now, fifteen year old self or any fifteen year old out there is just look, uh, the world that you're in now uh, will not be the world that you're in, you know, in in a year's time in five years' time, in 10 years' time. Um, you know, if you're facing challenges, just hang on, write it out, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't sweat the small stuff. And know that there's people out there that will support you and love you and mm-hmm. encourage you in any way, shape or format. Just just keep your eyes Even and ears open. Even if you open. don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That those people are there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, because I'm out there and I've helped yeah. kids that, we're struggling in that sort of space and giving them some hope and encouragement and even though small um yeah just that's that's the advice and fuck it's life it's ebbs and flows mm. you know just because you feel bad you don't have to change it it's not you know you don't have to do change have or be anything except yourself you know um and that's cool do you you know mm. awesome thank you very much yeah. luke it's been an honor to hear about your journey journey through life Thank and, you. Uh, thank you, Al, for um, supplying the questions. It came. It was going to be. It was going to be Ross first. No, it was going to be Al then Ross. He's, he's, he's the ultimate deflector. Oh, okay, I'll <laughs> note that mental note. Yeah. Uh, who's who's up next week? Well, I, I'm going to have to deflect, aren't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, I can't. I can't pick it. There's so Al, it is. Up, we're going to flip is. a coin. Awesome. Thank thank you, uh, everyone, very much. Uh, again, thank you, Luke, for your, your generosity there. And uh, we look forward to catching everybody on the next one. Yep. Will do. Cheers. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross LN Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out Elle and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au.
You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.